Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 3FM. I'm Jessica Ettinger, CNBC. Wall Street starts this new week of trading with the Dow coming off four down weeks in a row. Stocks are struggling again this morning as investors watch Russia's assault on Ukraine. Oil prices hit a 13-year high with U.S. crude briefly topping $130 a barrel. On the possibility of a full Western ban on Russian oil, gas prices topped $4 a gallon for the first time since 2008. Some states are seeing $5 a gallon gas, depending on where you go. AAA says the current national average is $4.06 a gallon. Jet fuel has hit its highest since 2014. Some foreign airlines have added or increased fuel surcharges to plane tickets. Reuters says U.S. carriers like United, American, and Delta are fully hedged. They may not have to add fuel surcharges. Warner Brothers' The Batman had the second-best opening weekend of the pandemic after Spider-Man No Way Home. Jessica Edinger, CNBC. My heart was racing just making spaghetti. I could have waited to tell my doctor, but I didn't wait. I was short of breath just reading a book. I could have delayed telling my doctor, but I didn't wait. They told their doctors and found out they have atrial fibrillation, a condition which makes it about five times more likely to have a stroke. If you have one or more of these symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain, shortness of breath, fatigue, or lightheadedness, this is no time to wait. Contact your doctor. Brought to you by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Are you the parent of a two to seven-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. K-C-A-A. KCAA Radio has openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast on three terrestrial frequencies to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on Real Radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281 
281-599-9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type kcaaradio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details, 281-599-9800. If you're 85 or younger, would you like peace of mind and comfort for your family? We're Final Expense Direct with an urgent message for you. The average funeral today costs over $8,000, but the most you'll get from government benefits is $255. How will your family pay the difference? We can help. Our senior plans start as low as just a dollar a day and pay up to $30,000 for a funeral and other final expenses. Peace of mind is easy. There's no medical exam. You'll have lifetime coverage, and your plan can't be canceled as long as you pay your premiums. Call now for free information about our senior plans. Answer a few simple questions and receive approval right on the phone. Plus, call right now and we'll give you a discount prescription card for free. Call 800-569-9816. That's 800-569-9816. Again, 800-569-9816. Silva and Silva Law is here for all your living trust needs. As attorneys, it's hard to tell someone it's too late to draft a will or living trust. Planning for one's final wishes is never easy, and the last thing you want to do is leave a mess for your children to clean up, or even worse, have to go through the probate process. Silva and Silva Law is a father-daughter law firm located in downtown Redlands. Find us on Facebook or call 909-798-1500. 909-798-1500. Have your revocable living trust drafted by an experienced attorney and tailored to your specific needs. Call Silva and Silva Law, 909-798-1500. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare Benefits Line now. It's easy. Call 800-518-2281. 800-518-2281. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. The message of Brother Stair lives on here in Southern California on KCAA, Monday through Friday from 1 to 5 a.m. Hear the worldwide broadcast of the Overcomer Ministries as they spread their word out to those who will listen from the Faith Cathedral Fellowship. Call for prayer requests or to make a donation at area 843-599-1215. And join this broadcast congregation beginning at 1 a.m. Monday through Friday here on KCAA AM and FM. Manatha. You've tuned in to KCAA, the station that leaves no listener behind. This is KCAA. Have you lost your job? Have you lost a loved one? Are you exhausted caring for your parents, for your kids? Well, you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. 
It contains the Boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. If life has knocked you down, pick yourself up with bootstraps and bra straps. Get your copy at www.sheilamack.com today. Are you ready for a reboot? Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Here on NBC's KCAA Radio. If you're ready to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and bra straps, enjoy a listen. Here's Sheila. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today we have special guest, Minister Miko. She is the CEO and founder of Expressions of Praise Global Movement Ministry, EOP. EOP was birthed in 2001 out of the Boys and Girls Club of Ford Heights, Illinois. Their goal there has always been to impact, inspire, encourage, build character, and bring a sense of belonging to today's youth. EOP does this by bringing a level of comfortability to youth to express themselves both in and beyond the paint. All right. Welcome to the show, Mika. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Sheila. And I, I'd like to start off this show. Actually, this whole show came about based on my new best-selling book, uh, which is behind me, uh, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. I wrote it right before our pandemic. And, and we have had mm-hmm. situation and things that have never even come to my mind. So right now is a tough time, and I'd love to hear if you have a story to share with the audience about a time in your business or personal life where you experienced a tough situation and how you got back on track. Okay. There are so many. I'm just going to be transparent. Um, So my foundation, I'm an educator. So I've been an educator for 22 years, and I have experienced a lot, a lot, a lot. Um. My career began when I uh, was actually a product of my my environment as well, I like to call it. Um, I was born and raised in a little small poverty-stricken town called um, Fort Heights, Illinois. Uh, and I went back to Fort Heights after graduating college, and I started teaching in one of the elementary schools there. Um, and that's where my foundation is. That's also how Expressions of Praise, Expressions of Praise got started. Um, I also worked at the Boys and Girls Club there and um, a lot of my youth, um, they needed, you know, a, a sense of belonging. And so um, God had given me this special gift of mime and I went and taught some of the youth of Fort Heights um, how to mime. Mm-hmm. Um, my career in Fort Heights uh, basically ended after teaching um, for 14 years. Um, 
I was actually, and this is part of my testimony. Um, it's kind of hard to tough, talk about sometimes, but um, when you think of getting bullied, you don't think that adults get bullied. Um, and I was one of a, an adult that actually got bullied. Um, I was bullied by administration when I worked uh, in that school district. Uh, I was very active in the union. I was the union president for several years. Um, we had a new superintendent that came in. He was from the business world and he was all about the numbers. Hmm. Um, he used to say, you know, if you don't grow, you got to go. Well, that wasn't my problem. You know, I had the test scores. I did, you know, what I was supposed to do um, for children. But what became difficult is when the demographics of this of the town began to change. So, like I said, it was a very small town. You know, it was a town where everyone knows everyone. And it, at the time, the town was going uh, undergoing some reconstruction. And basically, parents were given two options. Either they could move because what they what they did was they started to tear down the project homes. And parents were given two choices. Either you can move to the other project homes, like across the highway is what they called it, or you could get uh, what they call a Section 8 voucher and you can move out of the city. So a lot of parents, you know, they wanted more and better for their children. So they began to um, move out of the town. And so some of the parents that were left, you know, they were between a rock and a hard place in a sense because um, they didn't really know, you know, um, their rights um, for their children. And some of the children, they needed extra. They needed more, you know, and I began to educate parents. I began to educate children on how to be an advocate for themselves. You know, if your child needed a, you know, small group setting, if your child needed a therapeutic setting, then I was the one that trying, you know, trying to let them know what their rights were. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah. Administration doesn't like that. Let's just put it like that. And um, uh, a lot of our teachers were in, in some situations where they found that they were victims uh, of bullying also. Um, in fact, we had a teacher that was um, uh, a teacher that actually committed suicide because of the behavior um, and the treatment that she was getting. Um, and everything, you know, as far as her depression that she went into, it, it basically became too much and she committed suicide because of the unfair treatment that she was getting. Um, so rest in peace to Mary E. Thorson. Mm -hmm. Um, she is a colleague of mine. She was loved. And, um, there's actually a documentary out, um, called dying to teach mm -hmm. and, it's on YouTube and that uh, documentary gives more insight on the things that we were going through in that district. Well, at the time, again, like I told you, I was very active in the union and I was the union president. So now it's time for me to be the voice, the voice for the children, the voice for my colleagues. And because of the fact that I was the voice, mm -hmm. then I became a victim. I became a victim. Um, so I tried to fight the good fight, but when you're fighting a fight where people are afraid because either they may be the breadwinners in their families or whatever their case is, you know, it, it was tough. Um, so 
I started seeking therapy, actually. Um, I was what I thought was stress, you know, at the time I was uneducated. I didn't know that stress was a form of depression. Mm -hmm. And so I began to get help, you know, um, because it was just too much. And my therapist advised me to resign. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But I didn't want to resign with my children getting ready to, you know, to take a, a state test, etc. So I continued to hang in there with them. Um, the last five weeks of the school year, testing's, you know, over. Everyone's pretty much knowing if they're going to the next grade, et cetera. Then I I, I took a leave of absence. Um, I took a leave of absence from the school. I took a leave of absence from um, Boys and Girls Club summer, anything school-wise um, for that summer. And I knew that God had told me that I was a teacher because I was second guessing, like, am I supposed to be here? Am I, you know, what am I supposed to doing? supposed to be doing and god spoke clearly he said you are a teacher but i need you to move so i was very uncomfortable you know you, you you're teaching for 14 years in the same district you're comfortable with the parents the students the staff you got an uncomfortable situation going on but at the end of the day i still wanted to stay there because of comfortability and even though i took that time off I went back the following school year and everything started all over again. The bullying, the harassment, it started all over. So the first two weeks of school, I mean, they were coming at me strong and I ended up, I ended up resigning after those first two weeks of that next school year. And so when it comes to like trying to pick myself up again and try to figure out, you know, what's next for me, I knew what God said as far as me being an educator. Um, so I was looking for other educational positions. And so I ended up going to a school in the, the, the heart of Chicago. It was alternative high school. Um, one of the teach, actually the principal at that school was my former principal from the school that I was at before. So she understood my story. She knew my story. Um, she was actually a victim, but she fought a different way and she won. So you know, she understood, at least I thought. So I went to her school and this school is now a charter school instead of a public school. So they have different, you know, parameters, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So at this charter school, I was able to, um, I was actually teaching science and my certifications are, you know, ELA, um, social science, but not earth science and environmental science. So, I mean, it was one of the toughest things I ever had to do. My commute was an hour and a half to and from school. Um, I didn't really know the subject matter. So I was staying up late at night trying to teach myself before I taught them, uh, went and taught them the next day. Um, so after being there for about two years, to make a long story short, um, I got manipulated by that principal. And so here it is. I'm back in this situation and and feeling all of these feelings that you know i had experienced before and um i resigned from that position i had a, a friend 
So my reboot mm -hmm. <laughs> was trying to move, trying to figure out what's next. So I had a friend that, friend that lived in Las Vegas at the time, and um, I found a plane ticket. I'll never forget. It was $64 round trip. Oh, wow. So <laughs> I'm like, let me go see. Well, I had never been to Las Vegas yeah. ever. Let me just go see, you know, what I can do. So I came out in October after resigning. I stayed for about a week and everything and everything that I experienced, everyone that I met in that week was confirmation that this is where I should be. You know, the hardest part was leaving Expressions of Praise, leaving EOP, leaving my family. I, I really didn't know anyone but that friend here. Um, leaving everything and and trying to reboot my life, trying to reboot my career. And the confirmation that I needed was here. You know, like I said, everyone I met, everything that I experienced was confirmation that this is where God wanted me to be next. So down to the first morning that I ever woke up in Las Vegas, I was sitting in the hotel room. I was listening to a song. I'll never forget. It was Shekinah Glory's Yes. Mm -hmm. And the song had a particular ver verse that said, I'll go if you lead me. I'll go if you lead me. And that kept repeating in my head. And that was what I was telling God. Well, I'll go if you lead me. Uh, I got on social media, a childhood friend of mine, uh, which was now, um, she's now Pastor Watson. She said those same exact words in a post. Mm -hmm. I'll go if you lead me. Wow. So I'm like, okay, God, I really hear you now. So now it's like, okay, so what are the steps? You know, what do I need to do? I talked to my mom. My mom gave me blessings. She said, Mika, you don't have anything to lose. She said, you aren't married right now. You don't have children. Go, yes. I'll be fine. And I'm like, but what about, what about expressions of praise? What about EOP? I can, those, that's my baby, you know? And she said, I'll step in. I'll do, you know, what the children need. I'll transport them. I'll get them to and from practices and events, et cetera. And I was like, well, there you have it. And so that was in October, 2016. I came back and visited October 20, uh, I mean, November, uh, December, two months later, December, 2016. I found a place. I packed up everything. And I moved to Las Vegas in January, 2017. Moved here. I'm like, okay, now what's next? <laughs> so I did the big move, but what do I do next? Um, I knew uh, education wasn't really, you know, where I was focused at the time. So I'm like, what's next, God? And so in that quiet place, what I thought, you know, I thought I was alone, you know, but I had God. And, my relationship with him began to grow and get closer. And he showed me different things, you know, that I never would have experienced because being at home, there was so much, you know, there was so much noise in a sense, you know, there were so many people pulling on me and tugging on me that I never knew, you know, until I got here and I got a chance to experience a piece that I had never experienced in my life. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you everything just started to fall in place, um, I started taking classes and the classes that I, uh, uh, the class that I was taking was for insurance. 
Uh-huh. I became an insurance agent. Yeah. And I was working that business and I got certified. I was a licensed insurance agent. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get less licensed in Illinois and Nevada. So I became a real estate agent in, in two states. And it was hard. <laughs> Direct sales is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life. And I just say that God is very strategic. And learning from that, Remember, God spoke and said I was a teacher, but because of my experience, I was fearful, you know, and so I just said it was heaven sent as far as the call that I got. It was a call from Kelly Services. I don't know how they found me, but mm -hmm. they said, we have your information and we want you to become a sub. And I'm like, okay, that might work considering, you know, this direct sales is, you know, not making me very much money right now. And so I became a substitute teacher and I was subbing at various schools in, in the Valley and pretty much the schools that I would go to, they would say, listen, will you come back and teach for with us? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. I like subbing, you know, I don't have the great many papers, you know, I leave the job at the job and I'm okay with this. And so there was one particular school that I kept going to, and it was uh, Coral Nellis on the Air Force Base. Mm -hmm. And those children were just so special, military children. They just taught me so much, you know, even though I was their teacher, they taught me so much because of their background. Mm -hmm. They were born everywhere all over the world and some of the experiences that they had it just lit my fire again you know and i finally looked at the salary of a substitute teacher and a salary of what a real teacher was and what it uh would take for me to change my license over from illinois to nevada it wasn't very tough you know doing reprocity here was actually amazing i just had to take one course and i was certified here in nevada so mm -hmm. i went through the process. And that's what I did. I got back into the classroom. I've been back into the classroom for four years. Um, I started EOP global movement here in Las Vegas. So we, wherever I am, that's where EOP is. So there are certain people that connected with us uh, from various states. We even have a member now that's in Uganda, Africa. And I'm just amazed at what God is doing. You know, um, again, the reboot, what I noticed, it's like a cycle. You know, when I get to a level of comfortability, God throws something in there and says, hey, you're getting too comfortable. It's time to do something else. <laughs> so that's kind of like what we're going through now. Um, another time that I had to reboot uh, was basically recently. And um, once the pandemic hit. So here it is. We're a community dance group. We're in the community. We can't go outside. Right. <laughs> we can't go outside. So we had to improvise. So what we did was the first thing we did was we started having weekly Bible studies on the phone line, on a conference line. We started doing that. We started doing our Facebook group uh, virtually. We started practicing choreography virtually mm -hmm. um, in our Facebook group. And wherever we were, we, we, we were able to connect in whatever state EOP was a part of. We were able to connect virtually and work on movements, work on work on various things. And it was 
it was different. It was very different. But in order to keep the children motivated, in order to keep them from getting in a dark place because they can't go out, they can't socialize, this is what we had to do. And it worked. It worked. It was tough, but it worked. Um, once we finished, you know, going through the choreography, et cetera, what we would do is we would record our part of the song and we would take all the snippets from all the parts of the song and merge them into one video. And that's how we got our, our dances out. That's how we ministered to, to people all over the world, just by putting those videos out. And it was a way for us to still stay connected. So that was that was the one way that I know that we had to reboot once the pandemic started. Yes. Um, last year, um, at the end of the year, around October or so, another reboot comes. Mm -hmm. So 20, so we're coming out of the pandemic slowly but surely. And, you know, 2021 was also a very different year. Um, we, we're virtual as far as school, not virtual. So we're going through all of that. And at the beginning of that year, God said, um, I want you to do an audition every quarter. Nice. I'm like, what? Absolutely not. Okay, God, I hear you. I'm obedient. So I opened the door for people to connect um, with EOP at least three times in one year never have never done that. We may have an audition like once a, once a year. And so these youths just start coming from everywhere to the point that our group had grew to about 22 members. And I'm like, this is a lot. And God is very strategic. Mm -hmm. And at the time I didn't really know. I was just like, wow, growth, growth, you know, numbers, you know, you're excited to get numbers. But with numbers also comes a, a lot of different personalities, a lot of different, you know, things that they're they're dealing with, a lot of different struggles. You know, youth, they are not how we were. I say that all the time. And the things that they deal with and the things that they go through now is totally different than the things that we do. And even though the ministry does have adults and youth, it's geared toward the youth. It's geared to towards the youth to learn who they are, you know, to find out their identity. One reason why we paint our face um, is just basically to enhance our expressions. But what happens to the youth, they think that when they have this paint on, it's like a mask. And so if it's like a mask, they know they can hide. Mm -hmm. And so our job as EOP is to teach them to be comfortable in the skin that they are in. So if you feel this mask is hiding your identity, then all means let's do it so that when you take the paint off, you can be comfortable in the skin that God has given you. Mm -hmm. You can be, you know, uh, more courageous in what it is you want to do with your life. Right. Um, and even though some of the youth are only with me for a season, I try to make as much impact as, as I can while they're with me and teach them life skills and teach them things, you know, um, concerning God and, and teach them things as far as, you know, uh, being spiritual. And, you know, I don't do religion, but your spirituality, you know, um, knowing that, you know, there's something higher than us. There's something that is there that, you know, if you connect to the power source, you will have more power than you ever know. And so that's one of the things that we try to teach them. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So we had these three auditions. We have 22 members now. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. And so the third audition was a special audition. And I had two youth and their mother was there and she was sitting in the preps and we don't call them practices we call them preps because we prepare to come before god's people and you know it's not sometimes even what you rehearse you know rehearse is to do something over and over again and that's not what we do um but we prepare you know we prepare our hearts so that whatever is from our heart can reach someone else's heart um and so the mother came and she did what you call an impromptu audition. Uh So she's like, I should just audition. So the, 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 the children, Oh no, mom, no, mm -mm, no, mom didn't know. You're not about to get out there embarrassed us. You cannot. So I got wind of it. And it was, it was, it was ironic because on the paper, um, because we fill out a, a, a audition paper as they're auditioning, God just had me write down, Sasha is next. And so that's their mother's name. So I'm like, okay, Sasha is next. So I'm thinking, okay, fourth quarter audition, Sasha is going to come and she's going to audition. That's what I thought what God was saying. But to come out, to come to find out, God was speaking to her, telling her, get her butt out there. Mm. And the, the, the daughters were trying to persuade her not to. And I was like, hey. We don't do that here. <laughs> so she just did an impromptu audition. And when I tell you, everyone in the room just got up and started dancing with her, uh, just not unrehearsed. Everyone was just flowing by the spirit of God. And it was just the most amazing thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then we got comfortable and complacent and, 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 it was time for another reboot. Let's just say that. Um, (laughs) So in October, God spoke again. He said, okay, that was enough auditions. Now I want you to sit down and I want you to teach. And I began to teach them modules. Every week, God would give me a different module. And Mm -hmm. he was showing me that this thing is so much bigger than what I ever could have imagined. And he said, you need to train them. And you need to chain them with these modules so that when you open a school, I'm like, school? Okay. When you open a school, then they need to be trained enough to teach themselves. And so it's what I'm trying to do now is build a legacy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Build the 
the legacy with EOP. Okay, God, I got it. So every week there was a different module that he told me to teach. And each module actually ended up becoming like a manual. And he said, put it together as a manual, like a handbook. So mm -hmm. anyone can use it to implement, you know, the, the uh, praise dance, flag bearing, any type of movement ministry. This nice. manual will be a helpful, a helpful tool to educate some of these dancers. And <laughs> the rebooting process comes in yes. that when you sit dancers down and you don't do choreography, but you're teaching them the word of God and you're teaching them different things that will build them as dancers. Mm -hmm. Oh, they start to fall off and <laughs> they began to stop coming. I even, because the classes were virtual, I would even do them on Google meet and I would record them. So if you couldn't come, then you would have to make it up and you had to do homework. So mm -hmm. it was tedious. You know, it was, it was hard work. And again, they just started falling off. But when things like that happen, I look at it and say, okay, God, what are you trying to tell me now right. concerning this ministry? And yeah. I know that where God was taking us as far as the school, et cetera, mm -hmm. everyone wasn't going to be able to go. And so he just started to eliminate anyone that didn't need to be connected to us. Oh, and wow. So I was very appreciative. And so there were six people in that were that hung in there. And so now we went from 22 to seven members. Mm. And when I tell you, they are so amazing. They are so awesome. Wherever I need them to step in, I had some classes that I had to take this weekend. They stepped up to the plate. The uh, you know my other two, uh, well, I have three other leaders now. One of them is a youth leader by the name Derhana Moore. She's been with me since 27, she, 2017. She's amazing. She just turned 14, and this little girl is so amazing. Her mom, Minister uh, Pastor Delshana Moore, is so supportive. I call her our apostle of our group. She doesn't like when I do that, but she gives me so much insight. She was actually just texting me right before I got on. I'm like, great idea. So she helps us out a lot. Um, and then of course, Sasha. So mm -hmm. I knew that, you know, those auditions that we had were primarily, primarily to get Sasha because Sasha was going to be one of the ones that was going to help us out. She was going to be one of the leaders that was going to lead. So I was so grateful of, of that. Um, my my co-leader, uh, Prophet Caleb, that's the one you actually met us with when we ministered out there at La Lake Las Vegas. He's amazing. He stepped up to the plate. That's like my right-hand man. And they just have been just, just the, the, the foundation. And, mm -hmm. and they're so strong. You know, you have to have a, found, a strong foundation in order to build. And right. then we have two other youth uh, which are Sasha's daughters. So right now we have the six of us here in Las Vegas. And then we still have our one member, um, Frank Sesmambo, Sesmambo Hannington of Hannington Mimes in Uganda, Africa. He's amazing. He was the first actual gospel mime in Uganda, Africa, actually in Africa, period. So he's also an awesome addition to the team. And we're just building. Um, we've been nominated from, for some awards this year. 
Uh, we're actually, we'll be going to, we're taking a trip to Florida. We've been, uh, we've actually got nominated for three different awards by the Dance Ministry Magazine um, that's operated by Dr. LaVivian. And we're just excited about that. And I'm just amazed at, you know, how the reboot has been and how it, you know, when we get comfortable, God comes again. Okay, time to reboot. Time to move that out the way. Time to do something else. That's right. Oh, I'm just excited. <laughs> that's incredible. And that's, that's something I went to your performance and I was like, there's something here. I feel this beautiful energy. And then I said, I'd love to have you on the show to share about all you're doing. And I wanted to understand more about it. And I think that's incredible. Yes. That's something near and dear to my heart. Now I grew up homeless 10 to 13 and a half and then in foster care in and out of homes wow. and emancipated at 15. So when I was 23, I started wow. these stores and in the stores, I made it an, an entire program and I was actually funded by the government and it was oh, job, wow. job training partnership act. And I had close to 200 kids that came through the program and learned every aspect of how to run a store. And I ended up with wow. five stores. And then they would get a really good job somewhere else with, with our recommendation and training. But they were from foster awesome. care and nobody wanted to hire them because they're from mm. foster care. So they had this, you know, where it was like uh, there was there was definitely um, a problem. And they were, to yes. me, that was my heart of the business. The reason that business was successful was because it was for my my extended family. So like you, I went mm. back to give back and they're still many years later. Now they run their own businesses and we still, you know, oh, go wow. for the holidays and talk and stay connected because they're more than just people that got, went through a training program with me. So that was one of the things that we're very connected wow. in that way. And there's, I there's, knew it. <laughs> now and so when i see things like that i can i can feel that i can feel the difference yeah. in it i think it's so it's it's something that's so important i believe we're all blessed when we when we answer the call like you said okay yes. I'm to vegas i know nobody one person <laughs> and, we, <laughs> and she's not even here anymore yeah, that's right. And so we just we just go with it and we do what we need to yes. do. And we are provided for and richly blessed. Yes. Of it. Sometimes it doesn't come from what we think. So sometimes mm -hmm. we're funded through school or teaching or doing other things, but it's the heart-based what you're doing that shows up. Yes. 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 And you know, as far as the schools go. That was something I actually adopted three and had three of my own. So these six kids that are now grown as well. And I remember my first son had hearing problems um, from birth. Mm -hmm. And so speech therapy, wow. And when we went to the public school that I actually attended as a kid, that <laughs> uh, wow. I, they were, they told us, no, he has to go to ESL and do the Spanish class. Mm -hmm. And I said, but he can't speak English right now, barely. Like the kids are going to pick on him. I'm so worried, you know? And they were like, no, because mm -hmm. we need funding. They literally told me they needed the funding. Mm. Last name happened to be a Spanish last name. Oh, okay. wow. Based on the last name had nothing to do with his needs. So I was like, no, that's, we're good. And that planted mm -hmm. a seed where 
I actually worked for 20 years. I did some documentaries and I campaigned to help many charter schools and, and different laws get passed in California, at least, um, that helped a lot of children I'll never meet. But that was what it was. I was like, wow. this, this is based, I was really young when I had this first child. I was like 18 mm -hmm. and I didn't have mm -hmm. the zip code. And I said, wait, you know what? If if I had a different zip code, this would not be the case. He began mm. speech therapy help, not <laughs> yes. You know, right. I, yes, so. And so I was like, <laughs> this is good, and it was really hard. I mean, I was paying seven fifty a month for speech therapy, plus I had to pay for private school. Wow. I did a Catholic school. We weren't Catholic, but we did a Catholic school because that's the only mm -hmm. thing that I had. I couldn't like I didn't have the opportunity to transfer my student to something that fit their needs. And now we have opportunities. Yes. So that was something. So these, these issues, it's, it's an issue that it just hits people across the United States. And then you can't deny it when you look at it, mm -hmm. it is mm -hmm. not equal and not fair. And who does it hurt the most is the children. It, and, and it hurts the whole entire society because the child yes. in the documentary, I remember saying the one child that you denied the education, that's the one mm -hmm. that when you're really old, that's the one that could have saved your life. But yes, you're denying yourself because we're all together. Yes. And so that mm -hmm. was, that was what I feel and what I felt and something that I'm still very passionate about. <laughs> Uh, you know, so it's that's awesome. It is. It's just we all make a difference. So for those tuning in, uh, you know, you're making Mika, you're making a huge difference in people's lives, doing what your heart has brought you to do and using your talents for good. And each of us, we can contribute in our own way as best we yes. can. And that is going to the, the grassroots roots effort of all contributing. These are our mm -hmm. children, not the yes. schools, not the states, nobody else's. That's it. Ours. And so we yes. have to do that. And it does make a huge difference. Yes. You know what? I the day that we we actually danced at uh, we ministered at Lake Las Vegas. You just do not know everything that we went through. Um, it was a busy, busy morning. We didn't think we were going to make it. Uh, Prophet Caleb was like, no, let's just turn around. We, we're not going to do it. And then it was actually uh, the breast cancer awareness um, yes. outing that they had. And he, um, the guy that called us out, uh, Professor McDuffie, was like, you guys are going to miss it. You know, the turnout wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be. So we're just going to go ahead and we're going to shut it down. And I'm like, well, we're almost there. Just hold the people, hold the people, you know, a few more minutes and we made it. And <laughs> I know right now why we had to do that because God knew that I needed to connect with you. Because yes. if you recall, you came towards the end Awesome. I sure did. <laughs> I did. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I and I said shows and doing other things. And I was like, oh, I really yes. usually don't go to these things, but let me just dress up and go and you know, mm -hmm. into the um athletic outfit from my work outfit. And so yeah. <laughs> I, like, I know this looks bad being late, but something feels like I really gotta go there. 
and yes. and that was it. That was it. it. Was perfect. Yes, it was a connection that we needed to make, and I I was so excited when I met you, and I was like, we have to do this interview. This is going to be awesome. Like God is like. It's something about Miss Sheila. I want to make sure that we do this. And then type kept going on and on. You sent me the information. You said you needed a snippet. So I know, you know, sometimes the enemy tries to discourage you. And that's basically what he was doing. He's like, well, you don't have any snippets. You only have long videos, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, man, I got to try to get a snippet of one of our videos. She asked for a snippet. She didn't ask for a whole video. And so <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness. And then time just kept progressing and time kept progressing. And I was like, okay, let me get with her. I mean, this now, this was this was October, right? Yeah. When this first yeah. happened, I think, right? Yeah. And then now here we are. Um, as a matter of fact, it was October because I went, I still had all my my paint, and we had to go straight from ministering at the at Lake Las Vegas over to the library to teach the next module for the for yeah. the handbook. So yes, I remember that day because I stayed, I taught in my paint and everything because I wanted to make sure that I got over there and, and was there for EOP. But I thank God that um, I was at least able to connect with you because I know that there's some other things that that's going to be cooking for us. I can, I can just feel it. I yes. can just feel it. Yes. And for those tuning in, uh, how can they get involved with what you're doing? How can they connect with you? Okay, so right now, um, like I said before, we are a community um, mind group and we go out into the community. It's not about the four walls of the church. We believe that we are the church and it resides in us and our heart. So we go out, we um, we minister on Fremont where um, vendors down there will go out there and people are like, what are you guys doing down here? Yeah, we're going to dance. We're going to minister for God. We're going to try to help you develop, develop your relationship with God. So it's outreach. Um, so sometimes if you're in Las Vegas, you can find us down there periodically. Um, we are also available on Instagram at EOP Global MM. That's EOP Global MM, like Movement Ministry. We're also on Facebook as EOP uh, Movement. Type in Expressions of Praise. You can find us. And on YouTube, we're also Expressions of Praise um, Movement Ministry. We're in the process. We have a great, great, great uh producer uh we're uh we have a, a podcast on the brilliantly unique network and it streams on about four or five different platforms and we have a show called eop tv every sunday at 5 p.m so you all can check us out we do different interviews with uh dance artists all over the world so it's a platform for them to share their gift of praise dance mind flag bearing their gift of dance period to um, anyone that is in the community of dance. So that's an awesome show. It's been blowing my mind um, as far as, you know, the, the feedback that we're getting from that. The calendar stays full with people to interview. So that's always a blessing. Um, so that is on, um, again, that's called BU Radio Network. Um, it's actually a radio station that has a plethora of different shows and different podcasts, you know, every, every day of the week. And we, we've been blessed to have a slot on Sundays at 5 p.m. Uh, we have a wonderful producer and friend by the name of Natrell. He's a, he does a little bit of everything. He's a songwriter and producer and DJ and engineer and musician. He is just multi-talented. So he helps us a lot 
Um, he's even been a photographer for us. He's taken some of our videos and pictures and he's really been a blessing to EOP. Um, and he's in the process of developing our website right now. So we'll have that up and running. Um, that's going to be um, EOPmovement.com. So I'm excited about that. That's coming down the line in a couple weeks. And pretty much you can just find us. Type in Expressions of Praise or EOP somewhere on any of those platforms. And you should be able to find us. Uh, you can find me. I'm Mika Mo, uh, M-I-K-A-M-O on, on Facebook, on uh, Instagram. But we're here. Find us. Yes. Find us. And you can reach out to Sheila. Sheila Mack can put you in the direction of getting in touch with us too. Definitely. And after this, um, what I'm going to do is I will be playing the the, the short reel that I have uh, where you're working oh, okay. with the, the students. So that will be shown next. Yes. All Amazing. right. I, I forgot what I sent you. <laughs> Sit yes. back watching too. <laughs> yes. Yes. And okay. those tuning in, we'll be back after these messages. Thank you again, Mika, for being a guest on the show. Thank you so much. It was a great opportunity and I appreciate you. And I can't wait to do uh, more future projects with you because I know there's some things brewing. Yes, yes. All right. And here is a little presentation of the group. You are just tuning in. This is NBC's KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today I'd like to give a special review and thank you to one of our sponsors for this episode, and that is Hydronique Hydration. This is an electrolyte powder drink packet. Now, this company started in the midst of the pandemic. The founder of Hydronique Hydration, a frontline healthcare worker, started developing constant headaches. Hmm. Now, a landmark research study published during the pandemic showed that up to 81% of frontline healthcare workers developed new headaches, mainly because of their PPE, personal protective equipment like face masks and face shields, which prevented them from eating and drinking properly while on the job. He would leave work tired, dehydrated, and burnt out. Hmm. So, the founder looked for a healthy drink with all the necessary vitamins and minerals, but with no sugar, something with keto-friendly and healthy ingredients. But most power drinks on the market have a ton of sugar and or caffeine. That's why he created Hydronique Hydration, the sugar-free, keto-friendly, plant-based, antioxidant-rich electrolyte powder packets for daily use. They contain all the essential vitamins and minerals with a refreshing taste. Their product contains elderberry, which has immune-boosting properties for support during cold and flu season. Hydronique Hydration electrolyte powder packets can also fit in your bag or suitcase when traveling. Remember traveling? We're finally getting back to traveling. So if you have trouble or have been having trouble with eating and drinking healthy during your busy day in 2022, but want a sugar-free, keto-friendly vitamin drink, give Hydronique Hydration a try. There are 30 electrolyte power packs in a pouch, perfect for a one-month supply. You can visit their website, www.hydronique.com 
www.hydration.com. That's www.hydronique, hydration.com. It's the word hydration and unique mashed together. That's why you can just go to www. H-Y-D-R-O-N-I-Q-U-E hydration.com or search for Hydronique <coughs> or search for Hydronique Hydration on Amazon.com where they are also offering a $10 discount coupon at checkout. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build the red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection diabetes or cancer a one pound package of tea is $49.95 plus shipping to order please visit lovemysupertea.com that's love l-o-v-e my m-y super s-u-p-e-r t-t-e-a dot com so the complete website is lovemysupertea.com or call us at 818-288-4128 monday through saturday 9 to 5 california time that's lovemysupertea.com at 818-288-4128. This is Sheila Mack. Thank you again for tuning in, and I have some homework for you. So go and get your copy of the new Bootstraps and bra straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. It is now on Amazon, Audible, Kindle, and all major bookstores. And get ready to tune in daily as I share the Business Leader Reboot. So that is starting a business, side business, or extra income. I don't care if you're starting from zero, rebooting, starting over completely. We are going to go through the steps over this year slowly together to rebuild, reboot, and reinvent your business and personal life or your career and personal life on your terms. And I will also be sharing about investing, um, investing in properties and how to get some passive income going this year as well. So stay tuned. Have you lost your job? Have you lost a loved one? Are you exhausted caring for your parents, for your kids? Well, you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It contains the boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. The life has knocked you down. Pick yourself up with Bootstraps and Bra Straps. Get your copy at www.SheilaMack.com today. original pure pouty arco super tea helps build the red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves the immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen so the tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection diabetes or cancer a one-pound package of tea is 49.95 plus shipping to order please visit lovemysupertea.com 
That's love, L-O-V-E, my, M-Y, super, S-U-P-E-R-T-T-E-A dot com. So the complete website is lovemysupertea.com. Or call us at 818-288-4128, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 5, California time. That's lovemysupertea.com at 818-288-4128. If you are just tuning in, this is NBC Sheila Mack show here on KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and I have a special... Special Happy New Year announcement for you. That's right, just for beautiful, authentic you. So in this new year, I am personally plugging in all my 2022 up-leveling routines. That's right, I'm not doing goals or as much to say as I'm not just doing a resolution that I talk about or just write it down on a list. I'm actually already scheduling in the small acts that I need to do each day that are actually going to bring me results over this 365, I guess, or less now, uh, when you're listening in 363 to whatever it is, days. So at any rate, one of the things that I would like to introduce is that we will be having some talks on business and investing. That's right, business and investing reboots this year. So if you are looking to do a side gig what they call a section eight voucher and you can move out of the city so a lot of parents you know they participating in some of these and trying them out and sharing opportunities with you and then we will also be talking uh, about real estate investing which is something that i have done since i was very young so my real estate investing experience comes from well when i was 18 and a half years old, I bought my first little triplex. <laughs> I was already working at Jet Propulsion Lab at, in JPL, JPL in Pasadena, California, where we have the famous Rose Bowl every year right near there. And so I saved up my money and bought this little triplex. It was very humble kind of fixer thing. And <laughs> I lived in the back teeny tiny unit and rented out the best parts to everyone else. I guess I was house hacking before that was a term and I continued to save up and invest. I was very creative on my financing, still going to school and working. So, you know, from that to investing in many different properties, I started gift stores at 23 and the first one I leased at 5,000 a month. And I said, wait a minute, you know, that's a lot of money to be giving to somebody, the landlord, every single month. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And my- KCAA Loma Linda. 10.50 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Hey, guys. AP News. I'm Ed Donaghy. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki says in Ukraine there are more than one million refugees crossing the border. You have mothers and children dead on the side of the road. This is heart-wrenching to watch. The Russian assault continues on Ukrainian cities. Alexander Senkovich is the mayor of Mykolaiv. This cluster bomb, cassette bombs or uh, how they call it, uh, it's the, the big bomb which uh, divides on small bombs and then explodes and kill uh, civilian and people. Back at the White House. You watch in these moments and there are there are limitations in the sense that we are not going to send U.S. troops to fight in Ukraine against Russia. The president is not going to do that. That is what you have to weigh as president of the United States. A third round of talks between Russia and Ukraine ended with a top Ukrainian official saying there had been minor progress on an agreement for safe corridors in some cities. John Kirby at the Pentagon says Vladimir Putin is going all in. Our assessment is he has pretty much all of it in Inside Ukraine now, the ground forces in particular. Um, so he has an awful lot of combat power available to him. Kirby says the big convoy headed to Kiev is still stalled. Gas prices are soaring in the U.S. as a result of the fighting. Jen Psaki at the White House says President Biden is aware. He is going to do everything we can, everything he can, to reduce the impact on the American people, including uh, the price of gas at the tank. A tally from Johns Hopkins shows the number of people who died from the coronavirus worldwide has topped 6 million. About 10,000 mail ballots were tabulated but not counted in Texas's most populous county, Harris County in Houston, on the day of last week's election, adding to the delay in determining some winners in the nation's first primary of the 2022 midterms. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended through at least the 2022 season for betting on NFL games. This is AP News. Miss your favorite show? Download the podcast at kcaaradio.com. This segment is sponsored by PressPrint, Southern California's best full-service union printer and mailhouse. They offer the lowest prices around with unmatched service and reliability and free delivery throughout SoCal. PressPrint can print anything from letterhead, business cards, and campaign literature to mailers of any size, lawn signs, banners, door hangers, or just about anything you might want. PressPrint promises to save money for you, your business, or your campaign. If you'd like to learn more, contact Mike Krumbrin at PressPrint, 714-399-877. K C A A. The staff and families at Yard House of Temecula takes this time out to recognize and salute the local men and women in uniform standing tall for our political and economic freedom around the world. Let's always remember them in our thoughts and prayers. Their efforts abroad and our support has kept America strong. This message, courtesy of your good friends at Yard House of Temecula at 40770 Winchester Road in Temecula. They are always working to keep our community moving in a positive direction. If you're ready for a Las Vegas vacation, here's an offer you can't refuse. The Vegas Travel Center is offering three days and two nights in Vegas free. 
Just call 909-406-7400. The offer includes accommodations with two free tickets to Great Las Vegas Entertainment with free meals. So if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you need to jump on this right now. Just call 909-406-7400. Obviously, an offer like this is not going to last. So call now, 909-406-7400 for your three-day, two-night Vegas vacation. That number again, 909-406-7400. Call now. This is KCAA. With 60 years of fascinating facts, this is the Miss your favorite show? Download the podcast at kcaaradio.com. Have you lost your job? Have you lost a loved one? Are you exhausted caring for your parents, for your kids? Well, you can find immediate relief when you read Sheila Mack's new number one bestseller, Bootstraps and Bra Straps. It contains the Boots formula to move from rock bottom back into action in any situation, especially right now. If life has knocked you down, pick yourself up with bootstraps and bra straps. Get your copy at www.SheilaMack.com today. Are you ready for a reboot? Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Here on NBC's KCAA Radio, Mondays at 1 and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. If you're ready to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and bra straps, enjoy a listen. Here's Sheila. Are you ready for a reboot? Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. History reminds us those hit hardest often become the change makers. This year, we've all hit crazy economic, social, and emotional rock bottoms. We all get knocked down. Something hits globally, locally, personally. It affects our health, finances, our relationships. We have to recreate a business or career. Each show, Sheila and her special guest will be sharing their reboot stories, guiding you with real solutions to upgrade and up-level emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially. Here on NBC's KCAA Radio, Mondays at 1 and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Pacific Time. If you're ready to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and bra straps, enjoy a listen. Here's Sheila. Welcome to the Sheila Mack Show, reality at its finest. Here we have real people sharing real stories and actionable steps to help you reinvent, rebuild, and reboot your business and personal life on your terms. I'm your host, Sheila Mack, and today we have special guest Rob Roth. Rob is an acoustic singer-songwriter and has gone through a journey of self-discovery filled with physical injuries and surgeries. Your Long Gone kicks off the acoustic singer-songwriter's first debut and entry into the music career. 
This song shares Rob's unknown innate connection to music and how on his journey to self-awareness, he broke away from being, let me see, huh? from being a creature of habit. Okay, that's something we all have to overcome, yes. With a long road ahead, Rob feels more empowered than ever and is on a mission to inspire others who find themselves at a, simul a similar crossroads. Rob is not your typical independent artist. He has invested into his career by working with some of the greatest people out there. He's currently receiving vocal coaching from Justin Timberlake and Dave Mathers, Matthews Band, former vocal coach. And when it came time to record You're Long Gone, he worked with platinum award-winning producers and engineers. All right, so if you are going through a tough situation right now, then let's get inspired and hear more about Rob's story. All right, welcome to the show, Rob. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And this show actually started off when my new best-selling book um, was out there, and that wasn't too long ago. And then from there, I was invited to the show. My new best-selling book is called Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. And these last 12 months, we have globally been hit with every situation imaginable and most unimaginable. <laughs> so I'd love to start off with maybe your story. And um, if you could share with the audience a time in your business or personal life where you hit a tough situation and how you got back on track. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, as you said before, I've been hit with, unfortunately, a ton of major injuries that have had to go uh, in and get surgery for. Uh, it, it all started kind of uh, in high school. Mm -hmm. um, I was a big golfer and uh, I tore my ACL, my left knee, um, lost my golf season. And um, it all kind of started with that first injury. Um, and subsequently, like every year or two years after that, I just kept getting these terrible injuries. So I went from having a torn ACL to a torn meniscus in my other knee to herniated discs in my back um, a couple of years later. And then when I finally got over that, I ended up tearing my ACL in my right knee. And, uh, and that kind of uh, was a, a low point for me. Um, I was kind of having enough with all these injuries and, and I really didn't understand how much it was affecting me mentally. Um, you know, I'm, I have a strong mind uh, and um, I come from a really good background um, and my parents taught me well. So um, I never wanted to believe that I was in a bad place. Mm -hmm. um, but, but really when I tore that last ACL and, uh, and I had to figure out whether or not I wanted to get the surgery, I had actually decided not to get the surgery. Yeah. Um, and I had a couple of other injuries after that, but they're, they're kind of small. But when I got to the decision point, um, it was, was kind of like my rock bottom where I was like, you know, I, I really need to make some changes in my life and both physically and mentally because I'm limited in both. Um, and it's really pulling me down. Um, and I wasn't realizing this the whole time, uh, the whole time from the first time injury that I had, I was just kind of letting life go by without being self-aware and conscious of the things that I was doing and the things that I was saying. And, um, I decided when I, when I finally decided to get that surgery, the last surgery in November of 18, um, I was like, you know what, this is going to be my, my shot to make some life changes and mm -hmm. really go after positivity and, um, get back to doing things that I love to do. Um, and obviously one of those things is guitar and music. Um, and so I'd pick that back up. And, and one of the other things was golf, getting back to being able to play golf. 
Um, but that summer after that, I decided to uh, pick the guitar back up and relearn all the songs that I had taught myself over the years. Um, and it kind of manifested itself. I, I started playing in front of my roommate and um, he was one of my biggest supporters um, at the time, really telling me to go after it. And I started playing for more friends and, and they all shared the same sentiment. And, uh, and so this was October of, of 19. I decided to take my first ever vocal lesson because mm. um, I had never sung before. I didn't think that I could sing or anything like that. And so I took my first vocal lesson um, with, uh, with this guy, Gabriel, in, in the city. And he was such an inspiration for me. He was so, his, his, his confidence in me uh, really was just a huge factor in me really like pushing um, on for this music stuff. And um, yeah, when this pandemic hit, I mean, we all were in shock, obviously. Uh, I don't think any of us knew what to do, but it kind of was a, a blessing in disguise for me um, because of the timing of how like I got back into music, um, being home and, and working from home and having the extra time to then sit around and, and play music and get better and practice, um, it manifested itself and, and I couldn't get away from it. And uh, yeah, and so it kind of manifested itself across the, across the year. I moved back into the city in November uh, of, of this past year, a couple months ago. And, uh, and I said to myself, you know what, I've never written a song before. And Thanksgiving week, uh, I took four days, the four days of Thanksgiving break and wrote my first songs and, uh, and, and it's gotten me to here. So uh, I'm excited for what the future holds for me because I, I know that there's a lot that I could do with this. Wow, that's wonderful. And you know, for those listening in, I think that there's something to the fact that sometimes we're rerouted. Obviously, the pandemic rerouted all of us a little bit. <laughs> and but we're rerouted to what what we're really aligned to be doing in in this world. Yeah. And I know for me, I can go way back to when I was this young girl um, 17 and a half, I just got a certificate at college and I went for programming and, you know, it was like paying so well compared to everything else with benefits. And I was a young mom at the time. I was a young girl, but I was a young, young mom. And so I needed the job for my child to, you know, give him healthcare. He was sick when he was born, he had issues. And so I did that. And the job I, I worked extra hours. I was the only one that knocked on the door to get the job. Everybody that was smarter than me in class took was afraid to, to go apply at JPL NASA. I got the job. They're like, there's no way. How do you, you can't apply there unless you're like, you know, got a PhD or something. And I'm like, no, no, I got the job. And you know, I had the carpal tunnel, I had pain, I was so unhappy, I felt like an old lady, <laughs> you know, sitting <laughs> programming when I'm a people person and I love people. And I was really rerouted quickly. Next thing you know, I'm teaching the safety classes and I'm doing leadership work and I'm helping with people and it felt better. And I had less, I mean, literally I had physical pain from the typing and the programming and it wasn't aligned. So sometimes things will show up. And if we're open to discover, look now, Rob has shared about how he actually started vocal lessons when he never even thought he could sing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now he's singing and writing songs as well as doing his music. And so that's something where what do you think Maybe somebody told you or somewhere along the line, you had this un, this limited belief, belief that you can't do X, Y, Z. And it could be the one thing that kind of sets your soul free. That's where you belong. It's like you found home. And it sounds to me, Rob, like you found home in, in this new career. So yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I can't, you know, I, I can't tell you an exact moment or, or person that that kind of brought me back into it but what i know is that i went when we're talking about making those changes a couple of years ago mm-hmm. it, it really is about you it's about you're the the only person that's in your head and and the thoughts that you tell yourself and and that's like the biggest reason why i am here because i decided to make the positivity positivity changes in my life and because of that everything thereafter kind of fell into place um, so it, from, you know, from my perspective, it feels like it, it starts with within, it starts with you. It starts with how you see the world and how you see yourself because wow. I didn't see myself in a positive way. Okay. So now for those listening in, maybe if you could share some of the steps that you went through on this, I don't know, rediscovery where you, I guess it was like kind of self-love and, and taking these different journeys to discovery of who you are and what you want to do. What, what did that look like for you? What were those steps? Yeah. I mean, it it started off with the, with the surgery. So a lot of it was the, uh, the, the, the relentlessness of, of the recovery, Mm -hmm. um, and really just diving into it. Um, I think what a lot of people have hard times with is really diving in and, and thinking of like a longer term period of getting to, um, a better place because, it's not going to take a week and it's not going to take a month to, mm-hmm. to, to, to be in a good place. Like I'm still on that journey and I'm going to be on that journey the rest of my life. But you know, it, it, it the, the surgery and the recovery was a, was a good helping, like a helping piece for me because it got me into that mentality of, of grind and, mm-hmm. and see what you want to get to and, and work at it. Um, and so it, it started off with that. And then, you know, kind of getting back into the other things that I love to do. So like that summer after um, I had the surgery and I was kind of back to feeling normal-ish, um, mm-hmm. so it always takes like a year and a half, two years to get back to really being normal after an ACL surgery. But, um, you know, I didn't just get back to music. I got back to playing golf. I got back to drawing. I got back to things that I forgot about um, that I was good at or that I love that I kind of just got lost into. Mm-hmm. And it honestly just takes that, that, that step to, to not care about what other people think. If you're, if you're going to be an artist, if you're going to draw, if you're going to paint, if you're going to be a musician, if you're going to be, if you want to try and become a basketball player, whatever it is, right? Like, I I feel like it it only matters what is in your head and the confidence that you can give yourself. If you can't do that, no, no external factor is really going to be able to help. Right. And now I'm just wondering, when was it that you discovered that you had an inclination toward music and the arts? Was that since really young or? 
Yeah, I was actually thinking about this the other day um, because I'd never really identified that that one point in my life that I really wanted to learn how to play guitar and be like and get connected to music. Um, but I, I remember back in like 10th grade, there was uh, a moment that I had at a friend's house who had a guitar um, and I had picked it up and had no idea how to play it. So I picked it up, but I had this like really deep desire to want to play it um and want to play like i was very influenced by very acoustic guitar heavy music from mm -hmm. the 90s and the 2000s and um well specifically dave matthews is like my biggest influence mm -hmm. but um yeah i was very influenced by the acoustic guitar so the, the following summer i i learned um when i went to ucla for this college uh summer program and uh and i kind of never looked back i uh just taught myself songs over the years and you know, during this dark period, it, uh, which was about like eight, nine years, uh, it just got, it got lost. I mean, you, you, I disconnected from it. Uh, it kind of sat under the bed. I mean, I taught myself songs here and there, but you know, I pick the guitar up every single day now yeah. and play it and play it and play it. And there's nothing that makes me happier. Mm -hmm. And that connection to music that I kind of lost and forgot about, and I didn't even remember why I wanted to play guitar, but I, I reconnected to that recently. It, it, it it's, it's impactful. Uh, if you can identify it and remember why you have that desire. Um, it, it gave me a little bit of a boost like a couple of weeks ago when I was thinking about it and, uh, and reconnecting with it. Wow. Well, that's something that I noticed as, as a coach consultant, I've worked with so many people and what I've seen that happens a lot is they go to college and they're working really hard toward a career. A lot of times it's a career that's uh, either pays well or their parents told them to do it or that's what you're supposed to do because everybody in the family does it kind of a thing. And then they have responsibilities, bills show up, all those great things. <laughs> and yeah. they stop doing their passions, whether that's swimming or um, golf, um, singing, they totally stop. And a lot of times it gets even worse when a person gets married because then they take on, you know, then they have children, then they have a career, they have all these other things they're giving to and they've lost themselves in the process. And the, the biggest healing step is always getting back to that, the passion and the truth, the essence of who that person is those qualities that come out when you sing, when you do your art, when you do your golfing, that's where you're home. And that's like when you're in flow state and when you, when you separate from that, now imagine you're, you're maybe not at the stage of having children yet. I'm not sure. Um, do you have children yet? No, I am single. <laughs> okay. So happily single, which is a good place, but imagine you raise children later in life maybe way later, who knows, but, and, and you've given up all your passions and you're going to work to earn money, but you don't like your work and there's nothing that's making you happy. You look at your children and what do you want for your children? You want them to grow up and be happy. And yet what are we modeling as adults? This has happened to many, many people. They model how to not be happy. This is like, you know, let's all be unhappy and, and live this dream life. And it's like, and then maybe one day we'll retire and go play play golf again and <laughs> music. And then by then 
maybe you're not well enough to do those things anymore. So, yeah. so it's that's, like, I mean, that's the lyrics in my song, right? Like oh my God. before Why? Uh, creature of habit, right? Like it, we all get stuck in this like cycle of this is what you have to do because this is what either your brother or sister or parents or society, whatever it is, like that's what the pressure is of you to do to make money because money is what gives you a life, right? It gives you a specific type of life. And, um, you know, the, talking about like, you know, back to the back of my lyrics, right? Like it, it's about getting back to being who you're supposed to be and get it and, and shedding off that, that person that you become because you disconnected from like your true self. Wow. Right. Who you're supposed to be. Um, and that, yeah, that's, that's my, you know, I have a, another song coming out that's going to be called back to you. And that's like, basically the theme of that is, is getting back to being who you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I ha I have not heard your songs. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know um, that that song was about that, that particular song. And so how incredible, and that is, that is the core of really freedom. Whether you're in a pandemic or a strange world or not, it doesn't matter if you are not in freedom, if you are living this other life of supposed to do's or shoulds to please everybody else, and you're not even happy. What is the point of all that? Yeah, I mean, yes, we have to make a living. <laughs> we have to pay the bills, but we can do that when it's aligned to our values and it's aligned to who we are in our essence, everything shows up and it's easier. We don't have yeah. all those redirects, um, those situations that keep happening that cut us off are really trying to, I believe, now this is just my belief, it's like the universe is like, no, you're going down the wrong road. You need to go back to where, you know, go home to where it feels like home, where you're in that flow state. Don't, why are you going there? Because everybody else is going there. That's what we're yeah, supposed to do. The things that you mentioned, uh, you know, talking about your values and, and, you know, what you want out of life, right? that all starts with self-awareness, mm -hmm. right? If you're not making decisions every day, if you're not seeing what you're doing and what you're saying and doing things with a purpose, like you're going to be doing things for other people. You're going to be doing things for what other people want. Mm -hmm. And if you're doing what your boss wants or you're doing what society thinks you want or what your parents think you want, you're never going to like understand what your purpose is and what you're supposed to be doing. And it kind of all comes, like you were just saying, it, once you get into that better mindset, it starts to come to you, uh, whatever that is. So much. So true. I mean, I had a client that was really into horses and she rode horses and she trained and she did all these things with horses and then she got married and then she stopped and she had all these kids and she didn't do horse anything to do with horses anymore. And then she had the story of, well, I can't because I don't have money. I can't because da, 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 all these stories. Well, the minute we got her to go back, she found a way to actually volunteer at a horse, I, I guess a horse place near her a school or something. She actually, now this is wild. She actually her children fell in love with the horses. They had the same passion. They started getting the riding lessons for free. She ended up working there, getting like five times what her other salary was. 
and bringing her children into what is part of them and what is part of her. And she's never been happier. And it didn't really cost her. She's actually getting paid to do what she loves. It didn't cost her anything. It brought so much life to her family and happiness. And it was simple. It was just giving herself permission to go do what she had to stop because she was supposed to grow up. I say yeah. we never grow up. The heck with it. <laughs> <laughs> don't grow up and don't ask for permission from other people. Right, right. Right? Yes. It, it, you're, it's only yourself that you need to ask permission from. Is it right for you? And that's and that, it. That's something you almost, it's almost like you have this um, guidance system where you have a knowing this doesn't feel right. This feels right. Uh, or let's say all your friends say, Hey, let's go do something. And it's totally not, you don't feel it. You really don't. It just doesn't. It's like, you know, I would rather go do yoga today or go play my guitar or just sit at home or something different. You got to learn to say no. Yeah. And that yeah. may be that at a, at a certain time, you may have to change your peer group. And, and that it happens to everybody at a certain point in life anyway. But, you know, you'll align to people that align with your values. And then it's not like you're leaving everyone. It's just that you're honest. And so yeah. you're like, you know what, let's we all like to go do this. So when we go do this together, I'll be there. But that other thing, I'm going to say no, because I value my time and yours, and I'm going to be happier. Have you ever had a friend or a group of friends that you go out with and somebody doesn't want to be there? I mean, I was the person. <laughs> yeah, if that person then brings, it's like, okay, and you're like wishing you were somewhere else. And your friends are like so happy, but they're like, but this guy's kind of a drag because, you know, why isn't he happy like we are? But it's not a fit because it's not the, it's not your exact peer group for that particular, whatever they're doing. And that's okay. That doesn't make whatever they're doing bad. It's just not aligned. And when you yeah, start, and, and I think a lot of people, uh -huh. a lot of people are scared of, mm -hmm. of dropping friends because it, while so many people say there's, there's so many things that you could do, like, for example, in New York city, right? There's so many things that you could do to meet people in New York city, Yeah, but it's so difficult to meet people in New York city because it's either either you go out, especially now in this time, but mm -hmm. before this time, right there, you, you either have to pay for it yeah. to either join like a social group or join something and, 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 and meet new people. But there's, there's just this, there's just this thing about, of, of being scared of, of trying new things mm -hmm. and associating with new people and associating and, and changing what people are thinking about you. And could, because who you hang out with and who you're around kind of, gets attached to who you are. Yes. Um, and so I know from my experience, I've all, I was always afraid to not be, not be a part of this group or I had, feel, you know, people call them FOMO uh, of, of not going to going out at night and going to clubs or like whatever, because I wanted to stay in, or I don't necessarily like going out and drinking, you know, until I'm drunk and like that kind of stuff. So from experience, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? It, it's talk, talking about getting back to who you're supposed to be. Take a jump, take a leap. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, you'll, you'll find your way. And, and one of the biggest things that I think about when it comes to friends is, you know, you have your core group of friends that, you know, are going to be there for you no matter what. Um, but ancillary, 
quote unquote ancillary friends, people who you associate with, but don't necessarily talk to every day and don't necessarily see all the time, but are friends that you see here and there, that group of people changes yeah. every couple of years, whether that be because you moved or because you have a new job or because you have a new mindset that always changes. And, and it could also be because your values change, mm -hmm. right? Like if, if I five years ago wanted to go out to clubs and wanted to be in that scene, then that's part of my, those were part of my values. But right now, if I don't want to do that and I've grown up a little bit more and I want, and I want to do different things, you know, that's, those are now my values and they don't align anymore. So right. you just got to find, like you're always, like you're talking about, you just got to find other people that are in alignment with your values at the time. Yes. Yes. And I know for me, uh, my main home is in Beverly Hills. And so for me, <laughs> you can go out, it's like adult Disneyland in Beverly Hills. I mean, you can network, <laughs> you can do business, you can go to clubs, you can go, you know, to bars if you do that, but it's like very upper class, I guess. I, I don't know. And people will take you out every day. You can go out and, and meet people. And, and I knew everybody in town and I still do, but you know, with the pandemic, we don't get to do that. And yeah. so it really changed. And I tell you, when I wrote my book, I had to say no. And <laughs> I said, no. So I'm like, I was like, I'll go out two days a week and it's to business functions. I don't drink because I never could. I have sugar issues, so I can't. So it's been a real gift. I've saved millions of dollars probably. <laughs> and, I, and I'm and i never going to be an alcoholic because I don't drink. And so it's cool. I'm the designated driver before Uber. And, and so um, that's it. But really, honestly, I had to say no so much that people stopped calling and asking me out. They were like, oh, no, she was going to say no. <laughs> and I was like, it's okay. <laughs> And then they would come over to the house and they would visit me there and, and we'd do this. They literally, they would just come to the house. And, and that's how we did that because the only way to get a project, like a passion project for me, my book was, it's going to help a lot of people. The goal was it's going to reach a lot of people that are going through tough situations and get them back on track and give them lots of free resources and this and that. It was a hard project. And there's no way that I could go do all that fun stuff and get the project done. Yeah. And, and that's Absolutely. it. That's it. You know, to write a song, to get, get your songs out there. This is like a book. That's it's like another, it's a big project. How, how long did you take? And, and what was the process for that? For those listening in that are getting into music? You know, it's interesting. I think I have a different, uh, path than, than most artists. Um, you know, I, I, like I said, I'd never sung before, uh, October of 18 and I'd never written a song before our Thanksgiving, um, mm -hmm. a couple of months ago. It, I don't think for me, the, the time that it takes to write a song and, 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 and put it together that it, it takes as long as, as you might think. Um, I kind of just have this feeling when I'm writing something and, what I noticed with the lyrics is they're, they're very connected to the emotions that I've gone through recently, which is like the whole mental change and, and, you know, letting go of, of who I was. And I think mm. it was kind of therapeutic to kind of write it on paper. Yeah. Um, but even more satisfying to go into a studio and like hear a finished product of what I just did in a matter of a month and a half. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you talk about, you wouldn't have been able to get it done had you not dropped 
going out with these people or, or going out and partying or going out networking, whatever it was, had it not been for the pandemic, had it not been for this period of not being able to go have dinner with a friend, right, mm -hmm. out at a restaurant because there's no indoor dining in, the, in New York City, right? It really made me sit down and, and, and just dive right into it. Um, I sat there from Wednesday night before Thanksgiving through Sunday morning. I just sat here and wrote and played the guitar and tracked it and changed things and moved things around. And, you know, I, I don't remember exactly where I got this from. I know somebody had told me this, but the biggest thing for me with writing, um, which I had never been a writer, I was always math and I'm, my, my day job is finance. And um, like, that's, that's where my head usually is. Um, I had never been like a, into English and reading books and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, one of the biggest things for me is the emotion that the lyrics uh, can convey. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's super important to not only tell your story and tell a, a clear story and message in a, in a song, but also to have like the specific spots in a song capture the emotion of what you're trying to convey. And I was... I was trying to figure out how to do that over the summer. Um, started to like read up on on rhyme structure and and song structure and stuff like that. Um, and it kind of just like went into action uh, over Thanksgiving, and I have not stopped since. I've just been writing songs and putting together lyrics, and I started really pushing on social media, um, posting a lot of covers and. Um, you know, I just came out with my, my song year long gone. So I've been pushing a lot of that mm -hmm. over the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, I think the, 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 the biggest thing for me is, uh, when it comes to the creative process is not, again, not, not so no self doubt. Um, if you write something and you listen back to it or you read it and you're like, this sucks, it might not suck tomorrow when you read it again mm -hmm. from a different lens or a month from now or two months from now, whenever it is, I think it's really important that people don't get rid of things and don't get rid of ideas and don't, and make sure that it's saved somewhere, whether that be in a book or a notebook or on a computer, because you can always go back to it and find inspiration from it. Um, and that's, I'm noticing like, especially now that I'm trying to reach out to people and collaborate with them and, uh, you know, write songs about specific types of situations. Um, you have to pull off of those emotions. Uh, and I, for some reason, have an ability to, to, to do that and hear that. And, uh, this is just the beginning for me. I, I feel there's something that I just have connected to the guitar and, and, and music. And, um, I'm like really excited to, to really dive in and start making a lot of music. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, I love the fact that your songs are speaking to important issues that I think everybody goes through or, it's almost like reinventing yourself and rediscovery and deciding who you really are and how you want to live. And I think that this year, I mean, it's the, the, the Chinese New Year. We just had that. It's the year of the ox. It's the year of deciding what direction we want to go and working toward those goals. And so we have to put in some work to rebuild our, our world. A lot of us have been out of work or had less work and this and that. So it's a great time to discover what you really want. I mean, was that other job even aligned with what you want for your entire life? 
now's the time to rebuild on well, your I can tell you the, the the previous jobs that I've had were not <laughs> mm-hmm. right like I, I I you know finance is just kind of my background right I, I did, had studied finance in college and that's just by trade of what I had learned mm-hmm. um and and you know I, I'm good at it and and I can make a, a living off of it is but but music is is just this special thing in my life right now and uh i don't want to let it go Mm -hmm. i love that i love that and that's going to make all the difference and you know there's this whole connection i have six children um i adopted three and three are mine but they're all grown now and there is a connection to music and math believe it or not there's a huge something in the brain the way we study music and learn music and the way we learn and study math are the same which is really you wouldn't think that but it's it is so there's a huge connection and there's you know when you when you think about the music uh and and talking about math and whatever when you're composing a song right and and i still have a lot to learn when it comes to this stuff but you know there's certain measures and Mm -hmm. bars and timing and calculating what the eighth notes are on a song based off of the the bpm for how that song is being is being put together there's a lot of math involved with it right and and i guess when you're talking about you know producing songs with sounds and you're connecting the levels of what each sound should be mm-hmm. right when it comes to math and you're, you're talking about there's a connection from math and, and, and music math is essentially the same thing you're calculating what the right outcome should be right and that's kind of what the science of a of writing a song is is you're calculating what sounds good what le- sounds good lyrically what sounds good melodically rhythmically what instruments need to go into the song to make it sound the best um if you're into like edm and 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 that kind of music uh you have to figure out what like for example a a a, a kick from a from a snare or a, a kick from from one of the, the drum instruments is you know that could have a very heavy sound and you can change the distortion you could change the delay the reverb there's so many things that you can add and subtract and and change in in music that it's it's very similar to math it's very similar to math math there's a little bit more of a exact answer yeah when it comes to your solution with music you kind of have to find it um and there's always not there's not always a right answer mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like you kind of know when you get your song right when it feels right when it's said yeah, for, for the most part for say. the most part yeah that's so so beautiful and but i think that's that's actually an important an important message i think uh mm-hmm. when we're talking about you know the, the the message of the song getting back to being who you're supposed to be and sh- you know shedding your own skin and um like the old me is is gone is that like you really need to kind of just not worry that it's perfectly there yeah that you're perfectly at the end game that you're perfectly that that everything that you've been building or working for or not working for is is exactly what you're looking for if Mm -hmm. you know that you're you want something if you know that you're almost at a, a step to reach a goal change the goal change the goal to make it better because that's only going to push you more to get further. And, and, and if you limit yourself um, by saying, I only can make it to this point 
and then you're almost there and then you're like, ah, it's good enough. You don't make it right. You don't, you don't take the, that's the hardest part is, is this little piece at the top to get to the end, to get to the goal. Uh, it's, it's, it's hard to start. It's hard to continue on, to keep going with, with a passion, with, with whatever you want to do, but it's even harder to finish it. It's even harder to complete it because even when you do get there, is it technically complete? If you change the goal again, if you reach a goal, you should celebrate the goal when you reach it, of course, celebrate the little things and celebrate like, you know, for example, I, I need to look back and, and say, wow, like, you know, in two months, I've recorded two songs, I have two more that I'm working on with other people to produce. And like, I had not been there. Mm -hmm. If I had said to myself six months ago that I would have this stuff, I would have thought you're crazy. Right. Like I would have thought you were crazy that I would have that stuff because I just never would have thought that I could have taken myself to that kind of level. And I don't, I don't see there being a ceiling on myself right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's just a lot of encouragement from people like my vocal coach, who's just a, like an incredible human being um, in his own right, but also the fact that he's an incredible vocal coach. Um, There's just a lot of encouragement from friends and family. And um, you know, I'm, I think there's a lot for me to learn. And, and we're talking about that last step. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have this last step. I think I have a lot of steps to go before I can even get say that I'm even close to that. But um, it's about it's about really grinding through and getting there because you'll get through it and then you'll forget about it and then you'll never look back and appreciate that you got through it. Yes, that's so true. And it reminds me of you know, going to Tony Robbins, I went to a lot of this Tony Robbins events and he does this business mastery event and he talks about, this is, um, I don't know if you know Tony Robbins, but he, he does this thing about two millimeters to success. And he says, what's the difference between good, excellent, and outstanding between excellent and outstanding. Outstanding is like that top really 1%. The people that get there, they do that extra 2% where people give up or they, their standards are, it's good enough. And that's the difference. And we feel like it's really far away, but actually a lot of times it's so close. And the thing is, is that when we get really close to it, it feels difficult, like obstacles will show up and it'll be, it's that glass ceiling. It's that you've got to break through that. And once you get there, you get everything, you get everything, you know, and, and that's the difference. And it's that decision or another one is um, Napoleon Hills. And it's, it's, uh, I think it's three feet from gold. So it's like that, just that little bit more before you give up. And it maybe you have to course correct for a minute because we're still in this very interesting pandemic time, universal pause. So it may be that, yeah, you have to roll up your sleeves and go earn some money to get food on the table or do something different than your passion full time. That's okay. But never, never give up. Just know you are so close. It may be a moment that you have to do other things, but you can still you know, say no to the outings or whatever we have to anyway, (laughs) and work on that one passion that's going to be your truth and life on your terms. That's incredible. Yes. And that's why it's so difficult because there's no, there's no roadmap for that 2%. Mm -hmm. There's, there's many roadmaps to get yourself to start and, and working and get working on things you can follow guidelines, but there's no one that can tell you 
how you're going to get over the hump of that 2%, how you're going to get there. It's only, it's only you that can, can give yourself that confidence and give yourself that roadmap. Mm -hmm. So true. And now where can people listen to your music or download your new songs? How does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's on Spotify. Um, it's on Apple Music. It's pretty much on all the streaming platforms. Um, title, uh, just search for uh, You're Long Gone uh, from Rob Roth. And uh, you can take a listen. And uh, yeah, coming out with uh, Back to You um, on March 11th. So that'll be out in a month as well. And uh, that'll be on all the streaming platforms as well. You can find me on Instagram um, at Rob Roth Music um if you like covers of like 90s and 2000s pop rock punk music uh you, you'll you'll enjoy that and uh yeah i'm trying trying to expand my horizons a little bit as well uh show a couple of other talents but we'll save that for the instagram <laughs> all right all right well thank you again for being a guest on the show rob and we will look for your music and listening to more of your great messages Thank you for being yeah, a guest. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All right. And we will be back after these messages. Stay tuned. All right. If you are just tuning in, this is Sheila Mack, host of NBC's Sheila Mack Show here on KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. And one of the things we did mention during our talk today is there is a special resource that not a lot of people know about. It is the 211 resource. So if you Google 211 or call 211 in your state or province in Canada, you will find a lot of help for friends, family, or if you need help yourself. Uh, 211 is a free and confidential service that helps people across North America find the local resources they need. They are there to help you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So keep that in mind. Uh, things that they can help with are food, resources, mental health, health care, housing, transportation, income, utility assistance, and much more. I know they have senior care, uh, senior programs. They have programs for veterans. And so check it out. If you are listening in and maybe you're an employer or you have a business or company, please share this, this valuable information. A lot of times people don't like to get vulnerable and um, ask for help when they need it. But if they have a chart or just a little information about a place where they can get resources, or maybe they can refer somebody else who may desperately need resources right now, then that can really be a game changer in someone's life. So share this as much as you can about the 211. And I am so grateful to have you all tuning in here. That is one thing that I made sure of is when I wrote my book, uh, bootstraps and bra straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. I really had the intention of sharing my my experiences and some some incredible stories um, that I have to share other people's stories. And this show also is about people sharing stories of how they got back on track after hitting a tough situation. 
And my goal was to get as many resources out to people as possible because one resource can make all the difference on how fast a family, um, a business can get back on track. So thank you again for tuning in. And here is a little bit of homework for you. If you are just tuning in, this is the Sheila Mack Show on NBC's KCAA Radio, the station that leaves no listener behind. And today, I'd like to share with you a chapter in my new best-selling book, Bootstraps and Bra Straps, the formula to go from rock bottom back into action in any situation. So take a listen. Chapter 6 Working hard for the money. Careers. I've gone to the same woman's spa since I was 18 years old. I first saw this oasis called Sheila's Spa in a magazine my dear friend Julie gave me when I was in a holding placement camp awaiting my emancipation hearing. That story to come, too. Before I'd ever heard about vision boards... I cut out that article and put it on the wall over my bed. I told myself, one day I know I'll go to Sheila's spa. It even has my name on it. By the time I was 18 years old, I was working at JPL and starting to sell things at the swap meet on the side. Finally, I was able to afford to go on my first trip to Sheila's spa, although the owner Sheila Clough renamed the spa the Oaks at Ojai. Every single year since, often two or three times a year, I would stay at the spa, sometimes for a month or more. When I first started going, I could only manage to pay for a three-day weekend pass. I worked from the spa, running my business and enjoying the retreat. Sometimes I'd help out with a couple of classes or with a program as my way to give back. I came to know all those beautiful ladies from around the world. It was a woman's community a safe place to just relax and connect. This was truly my second family, and I have so much gratitude for the Clough family and all the people who helped create the spa environment I called my second home. The spa was opened for more than 45 years until it was caught in the Ventura fire and sustained so much damage that they had to permanently close. Until that day, it had been open 24-7. They literally hadn't closed their doors until the fire shut them down. Some of the employees had worked at the spa since it first opened its doors, the only job they'd had for the bulk of their adult lives. It was a beautiful place to work and became like a second home for those employees. And just like that, it disappeared. Everybody in the whole community lost their jobs, not just the spa, but other local businesses that depended on the people the spa attracted from all over the world to stay in their little town. Some of the employees had to relocate, and obviously, this wasn't planned. They all lost their income very suddenly, unexpectedly, and dramatically. They couldn't see it coming or make other plans. After December 2017, All the women working at the spa had to reinvent themselves, start over, and rebuild their lives. From Shift to Gap 
Not all career shifts are as dramatic as the one those women were thrust into, but most women will experience at least one career shift at some point in her life, if only as she moves into or out of the workforce. Different career shifts may occur at different stages of life, becoming a mom and having to pull back or take time off from the workforce, moving back into a workplace after a considerable amount of time off where you may be dealing with a lot of changes or confronting retirement. You may be moving from full-time to part-time or the other way around, or even going from paid work to volunteer work. Whatever shift you are making, you are unlikely to find an even playing field. Statistically, women get paid less than men. In 2017, the U.S. Census Bureau determined that women working full-time, year-round, earned only 80% of what their male counterparts earned. That's a pretty big gap. It's better than it was, but we still don't command the same salaries that our husbands, boyfriends, fathers, and brothers do. We're stuck with that. We're changing it, but in the meantime, it's a reality, unfair as it may be. Because the deck is still stacked against us, we women often have to work even harder to support ourselves and our families. In this chapter, we'll look at ways you can close that gap as much as possible, including learning how to find your soul calling, supporting your career with education, volunteering, and being prepared for the multiple career shifts most women go through. What is your soul calling? When you have a change in career, whether it's a conscious choice to work less, a forced choice because your employer is downsizing, or you're making the shift toward retirement, the change is an opportunity to redirect your life and say, now it's going to be on my terms. That is the time to follow your passion or what I call your soul calling. Figure out the other things you can do. Evaluate your talents to see what you're good at and where you can make money. You might have a passion you want to pursue, even if you made your money in another industry. If you're open to the opportunity, your soul calling can redirect you to something that is so much better than the job you didn't like that you only did for the money. I'll show you how to determine what your soul calling may be in the activity at the end of this chapter. Everybody has a talent. When you follow your talent and mission to help people, you will experience a kind of pull or draw toward activities that utilize your talent. It's almost like you can't not do it. You keep finding yourself using that talent. It just comes out. You can't keep it locked up in a box. We all wear different hats and work in different careers, but the strong talent that is your driving force is your own. When you're doing it, you could do it for free. Sometimes you are doing it for free because that's how it shows up. You're not going to be able to get away from it. You can pretend. You can try to do something else to make money. Maybe that pays for the moment to pay your bills, but in the long run, you'll be continually drawn to your purpose. That feeling of being drawn towards something means the activity aligns with your core values and your life purpose, the vision of who you are. It's the shoe that fits your foot. When you enjoy what you're doing, you think, they're going to pay me for this? That's awesome. I have a client named Lady whose husband surprised her by asking for a divorce. He came home, said, I'm in love with someone else, 
and he was done. One day everything was fine, and the next day he was gone, leaving her alone with her three kids. She was caught totally off guard. When she came to me to figure out what to do next, we looked at her skills, past experiences, and different options. Lady told me how, when she was a young girl and teenager, she took cake decorating classes, and her cakes won prizes and awards. She made beautifully decorated cakes that looked like famous people or Disney characters. She would sell them to her family and friends who wanted fancy birthday cakes. Sometimes Lady would bake these cakes for free and give them as gifts for the holidays because baking is her passion. Now that's what she does for a living. She followed what seemed like the natural next step and started a cake decorating business. Lady works out of a professional kitchen baking sugar-free, gluten-free cakes for the health-conscious and regular ones for people without dietary restrictions. And the sugar-free ones cost even more than the regular ones. She's super happy, but she had to be resourceful and go back to her own skills. She probably wouldn't do so well designing a house, for example, but she can decorate a cake. After the divorce, Lady didn't have the option of not working. She had kids to take care of and bills to pay. Now she's blessed with being able to finally live her passion. She was able to take back some of her power to make a choice about what she does instead of letting that situation dictate how her life was going to go. She's in charge of what her career looks like.